0: Oh, my God. That's that's right there. Oh, my
1: God. That's why? the sound
0: of refreshing. Oh, boy. Prepare to have your ears be refreshed.
1: Or broken.
0: Do you think we should start videoing these and put them on YouTube? I was YouTube just... Like I Joe was, Rogan?
2: I was just thinking... I was, was watching slash listening to a, a podcast like two hours ago, but it's only on YouTube, which is unfortunate because they don't show anything. It's like legitimately just them just sitting audio. there talking. I mean, like, you see them sitting there, but they aren't, like, flashing stuff on the screen, like how Joe Rogan has whatever his name is, Jamie. Jamie. Yeah, he's like, yeah, Jamie, go ahead and pull up. Yeah, you know the that, one.
1: That, yeah. Come um, on, young
2: Jamie. Yeah, so, or, like, Shaner, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was thinking about that, but then I was like, no one listens to this anyways, and who wants to watch us sit here?
1: Yeah, they would just see my face. And reaction to the things that you guys say and how Some, hard sometimes it is for me to, like, reel you back in.
2: Sometimes on the Mark Bell ones, Mark Bell will just be on his phone while the guest is talking.
0: We never do that. We're always fully engaged. What if we find somebody who's, like, you know, Johnny Computers, and he does that for us? He's, like, our... Our Shane. our yeah, Our Shane. Should we I'm... tell the audience who Shane is, or should we just leave it? <laughs> I like keep the guessing. idea of leaving it. I like the idea of leaving it as a total guess.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I I bet Uncle Ross would gladly come because he'd also like deal with all of the m- microphone issues that we tend to have. He told me, I he bet he me he'd this be all about super it. Super in
2: depth thing about how to make it sound better, but I. It's too in-depth for me, so that's why it still
0: sounds awful.
1: So I should probably take a look at it, that's probably. what you're trying to tell me?
0: Okay. It would be great if he, if he did do that for us, except for the part where he lives three and a half hours away. Yeah. And we make these bi-weekly, basically.
1: <laughs> Relatively often? Pretty often. Somewhat often. We have better streaks than we've had lately.
0: We're on it now. We're back, we're back with a vengeance.
1: Which is kinda crazy of crazy. Spindrift, this is Sprite Zero, whole thing. Busy, busy time. You Maybe know you it. should
2: start putting the thing out where it's like uh new new episodes every Monday.
1: I used to when I we know, but like were in the bio, In, in the bio, like we
2: create an Instagram account for the podcast. We come up with a catchier name than like the Aerobic Power Builder Podcast. Birds in the Trap, yeah. We'll like, call it that. Yeah, or like the Jacked Cast or something like that. Oh yeah. Something oh, like I- that. Uh, weights. Yeah. So...
1: I, what would you I, call I it? I veto all of those answers. would we'll... be like a
2: couple of wellness queens? Wellness queen talk? Wellness... It
0: was just called... It's just called back pose? It's just yeah. all about wellness?
1: No. Because... No. You would drive me bananas. We
0: wouldn't be on it. We're not wellness competitors. We're not we don't
1: know enough. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna do this by myself. No, I'm you find other people who do. Talking, talking to myself. Other people who do wellness. Ask and answer questions to myself. And what if you did. do like a Q and A? What if you did. do a Q and A but no one but no one's
2: asking <laughs> you questions? You're asking yourself I'm asking like, them myself. Yeah. And here we have wellness seventy eight and wellness underscore seventy eight is asking how do I get my hamstrings to
0: come through? And you're like, well, I'll stop being so fat. <laughs> oh, Glute master 1920 asks, how much can you
1: hip thrust? These are horrible questions. <laughs> These are the kind of questions you would get. <laughs> horrible questions. <laughs> and they wouldn't be questions that I'd make up, but
2: sure. What, well, we'll, we'll table that. Up.
1: We will. Well, would like, I what question up? would you, like... Uh, I don't I don't know. I think the vast majority of people who don't actually follow wellness, but they've heard like, oh, it's lower body emphasis, like think that like just because they have a big butt, they should do wellness. And that's completely false.
2: Should they do Instagram influencing? In that case.
1: I mean, if they're trying to make money and they're willing to be half-naked, sure.
2: What about OnlyFans? I, What's your stance on OnlyFans?
1: I don't have one. And you just, shouldn't you have, be looking at one. Do you have any
0: subscriptions? <laughs> I
1: do not. That's that's all dad over here.
0: <laughs> horrible. What a horrible <laughs> thing to say. What a horrible thing to imply. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I don't know why you I think you should do a wellness podcast. It's such a niche thing. People potentially listening to this don't even have any idea what you're talking about. It's so, such a niche thing.
1: Yeah. And our clients do, obviously. Possibly. They, they at least know because th- of me, I think they but vag- that's about the ex- I think they extent may not of it. That. I think
2: they vaguely know that you compete in yep. physique sport. And I think beyond that, like some of them would be like, oh yeah, she competes in that
0: one, I think. Yeah, some people know. I bet a lot of people just know that you compete Compete. in some way. Yeah. If you're like, what category? Oh, I don't know.
1: Not bikini. That's it. (laughs) Girl. Yeah, girl category. Girl category. Jeez.
0: When you're on in a fat loss phase, like you are right now.
1: Yes, correct.
0: uh, What is your favorite thing to have throughout the course of the day? Speaking of physiques and trying to make your physique better, uh, or be healthier, or both. You're pretty healthy, so this is actually just to make your physique better. But uh, and, uh, your meal plan is the same, except for one meal each week, it's the same. So you can answer this two ways. Uh, what's your favorite meal, or what's your favorite like part of each day?
1: I was like, you asked a question, then spoke for, like, three minutes, and then asked me two other questions. Yeah, it's like that maze in The Shining. I don't. At the end of the day. Right? never know. You'll never get out. <laughs> never get out. Um, so, that I guess that was going to be my question to you. Is this, a like, fat loss phase and I have control, or, like, my current situation? Uh, current situation.
0: And then we'll, we'll do both.
1: Okay. So, current situation, uh, my favorite is probably meal one, just because... I, I am one of those weirdos that I like breakfast and so it is reminiscent of like a breakfast meal And uh, that I get an English muffin, one egg, and 90 grams of chicken.
0: I think it actually, you're probably normal. We've just brainwashed you into thinking that you're abnormal because you actually like breakfast things. And for the most part, we oh, could, could do care without less. them. Yeah. I either actively like, don't like them or could care less. So, but we're abnormal,
2: really. There are, like, well. zero breakfast foods, like, typical breakfast foods where I'm like,
0: oh, yeah, I'd love that. Oatmeal. I like oatmeal.
2: Cream of rice. Yeah. But that's, like, I'm thinking, like, pancakes. cereal, pancakes, waffles, like, Crepes. scrambled eggs and... and and what the fun
1: things. The the, the dessert breakfast. Yeah. Like not a I'm healthy breakfast or really? I'm like actually trying to do something with my day breakfast.
0: I could have none of that stuff ever again and be perfectly fine. This like if I never had waffles ever again, yeah. like whatever. Pancake. Like, it's fine. Someone someone just threw their Someone just turned. (laughs) Someone just turned this off. I'm
1: eating pancakes right now. Yeah. And I don't know. I think that's just because, you know, growing up, my mom was a single mom. And so with two young girls, it was like a treat to have breakfast for dinner because we didn't get to have breakfast with her in the morning. And so maybe that's it. Like, maybe it just holds some nostalgia for me. Or my grandma was... um, A dispatch officer, and so on the weekends when she'd come home from working overnight, she'd always bring donuts. Uh, So that was always super, super exciting thing within our our house to just kind of enjoy that. So maybe that's why. I don't know.
0: I like donuts, but I don't care if I eat them for breakfast. That makes sense. So I understand what you're saying. So I didn't mean to skip over that. Like What you're saying makes sense. Yeah. Maybe that's why I don't like them, because I had that stuff frequently for breakfast, and I was chubby as a kid, so I just, like, I, have, I hate it for that idea. But, like, donuts throughout the day, like, you're just walking through Giant Eagle or Kroger, and you think. I was so,
2: I was tempted to Treat today. myself. You should. Now <laughs> the time. Like, well, because I thought. I was like, now is the time. Now is the
0: time. There's a little bit too many people there. You're going to pay for it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't know that they're just like oh yeah he must be hungry looks like a hungry guy he's athletic and sometimes well uh, put together you know
1: hidden under layers and layers because we are in Ohio and it's cold you can tell they're just walking through like oh
0: look at the body on that young buck he's always treating himself to a donut how nice Yeah. post workout maybe (laughs) Jesus I understand sure what's your favorite thing if you're going to eat it at the grocery store Right, like you're walking through the grocery store and you're hungry and you're gonna eat something there. And you know, certainly we're gonna assume you're gonna pay for it, right, no problem. What's your favorite thing to uh, eat as you're walking around. My mom used to eat a whole bag of pretzels when we were shopping. It also I, took her somehow like two hours, and my brother and I got in four fights <laughs> during that time.
2: I, I <laughs> immediately thought of like six options, and I know you're gonna be like, "Well, I don't eat anything." I was in the gonna say store. I don't eat
1: while I'm walking through the grocery yeah. store. Well, not right now, but let's say no, never. That was yeah, not. That's exactly. frowned upon. You don't open things in they the grocery care. store. <laughs> they don't <laughs> care as long as you pay for it. As long as, it. as you
0: buy it, they, they could care less.
1: No, that no. Why and now? They, why people, would they Oh, people are still walking around with the masks, and then you're going to be in there eating. You're going to get all kind of dirty looks at you. Just, just stare right through them, like when <laughs> you normally do. Whatever. No, no, I no, I if don't. You, I don't. I don't eat through walking through the grocery store.
0: But if you were I, going to. I Let's would. say you're really hungry. You would eat a Quest bar or something like that?
1: I would have eaten it in the car because I always have things with me.
0: I always used to just to smoke a Quest bar when I was in there, like selling beer. Uh, oh, yeah. I yeah, just knew. If, good, especially yeah. if there's a new flavor, then you're like, yeah, I'll give this. I'm not even hungry, but I'll give it a try. <laughs> I'm um,
2: hungry. Mine would go donut, Quest bar, epic bar, mm. RX bar. Uh, then there's like the free cookie move when you have the cookie card at Giant Eagle.
0: Mm-hmm. Or you did at one point. Yeah. Like I had one when I was a child, so yeah. therefore I'll still have a cookie. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> a
0: cookie card. Yeah. yeah.
2: Explain you like, this to you me. You like pay like a dollar or ten dollars or something like once a year, and they give you it's only up to a certain age. Like, I don't think you can still oh, get it. You should try. Yeah. You think they do it here, or you think it's just no, iceberg? I, I saw the sign for it at Giant Eagle and Powell. Interesting. Um, so then you can you like then you get a card for like the year, and you can walk up to the bakery and like show the card and then you get a free cookie. Free cookie. But I the sign said you also can get, you can get a, a cookie, a banana, like a piece of fruit or a slice of cheese from the bakery or the from the deli.
0: Oh how nice how healthful yeah how health conscious they are. You know what we should do is. I'm going to walk up. We'll just sort of walk up, not exactly together, but like standing next to each other. And they're like, oh, I'd like to buy a cookie card for my son. And they're just going to assume, right, because the people, especially at the Powell Giant Eagle, have, are my age and have young children, right? So they're going to assume there's some kid going ballistic somewhere in the store, right? That I'm just going to get him a cookie to placate him. And then I'm going to, as soon as I pay the dollar or whatever it is to get the cookie card... I'm gonna hand it to you, and then I want you to immediately redeem it for one cookie. Sprint and I just over there, there. yeah,
1: just oh, to see boy. what they do. I was gonna say now they they do have that in a lot of different grocery stores now. Like for they'll have like special bins for kids that you can take like a banana or an apple or an orange to give them something to do in the grocery store. Do I think- don't understand this because like. If we went to the grocery store with my mom and we were not on our best behavior, we were in trouble. Like, you either sat in the cart or you better hoped your little legs moved fast enough to keep up with her because she's, like, in and out, knows where the store is. Like, no. No playing around. So there was no time to, like, start a fight With my little sister, or like, mommy, I want this, or any of that, because you you would be in a lot of trouble. We had
0: plenty of time to fight, Mm -hmm. plenty of time. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that those ones that are in the
2: basket, like the oranges and apples that are in the basket, are the ones that have fallen? Maybe you know, yeah, like fallen angels. They're like, they're like, well.
1: I some think kid isn't like, actually.
2: Older. Some kid isn't actually gonna eat this, anyways. He's gonna
0: smash it into like the like plastic thing that's on the bottom of the cart. Seat. Yeah. You could have bananas or apples. That makes sense. An orange, you have to peel. So, like, we would have taken... Banana, you have to peel, too. Yeah, but it's easy to peel. Like, the orange is kind of a... A little bit of a pain. And then what do you sort of do with that? Yeah. The the pieces. You You either... There's trash cans. Yeah, but not everybody. No. It's... I think it's harder than that. That would have been something where maybe you take an apple and you eat the apple. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. when I say Mm -hmm. you, I mean me. And it's shocked it at your brother. The orange <laughs> almost certainly would get turned into a weapon at some point. Or you're just... Um, you're tossing it up in the air. and event, Initially, that's innocuous. But eventually, it turns into how high how can, can you, you throw you it. The and then it gets away from you a little bit. And it lands on top of the aisle and knocks some boxes over. I just...
1: You were such a troublemaker.
0: We had an unbelievable time at the store. Clearly. My brother's going to listen to this because he listens. And he's going to remember... But an unbelievable time we had at the store. It would take my mom so long to get through the store. My dad was quick, but we went basically every day. <laughs> so every day, you smoke a hug drink as soon as you come in. Oh, boy. Just to set the tone. Have a cookie or a donut. Possibly both.
1: Then you're like uh, on a sugar high. Yeah, he has to get you out of there.
0: Whatever. We're having an awesome time. Oh, boy. I like that give. they're giving out fruit. That's nice. I thought it was gonna thought of something, but I can't remember what it was.
1: I don't know. Are you well, gonna we, go back to our original answer. question so you yeah. can actually answer answer that? Like what is your favorite meal of the day? Hmm. I
0: like you tend to have similar things every day. You have the same. Mine are similar, but I get to sort of pick them. Uh, right
1: now. Cause you're in a little cut right now yourself. Little so, cut. you're not you're not you're not living the high life and using the big white bowl. That's good true. <laughs> a little bowl.
0: I'm not sucking the stones at the bottom of the tank though. It's still pretty. I'm ahead of the game a little bit so it's not I'm not really suffering yet. Yeah. Uh Maybe the last one. I really like the casein protein. You're one. welcome. Yeah, that's all you. I really like that one. I like post workouts. There's a point when in far enough into a cut where the post workout one
1: gets a little depressing. Yeah, but it's still like your largest meal, like that you get the most amount of carbs at.
0: Yeah, but I have it in brown rice, so you just easily smoke it. Like it's not actually that much food.
1: No, well, no, you're in a cut. You're not. You're not living the high life. You're not getting 400 grams of white rice. Soon enough, though, I'll be back to that game. But it's still like your largest meal of the day.
0: That's true. Uh yeah, I'll pick the last one. I like the last one because you're sipping on a sparkling ice, a little casein protein, maybe some fruit,
1: some peanut butter.
0: Yeah, a little bit of peanut butter mixed in there. Ten grams, not a whole lot. We're not we're not lighting the world on fire with the peanut butter, but just enough, enough. to keep keep the morale up. Yes. So yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. What about you? What's your favorite? Right now, you're in the the opposite. You're you are quite liver, literally living the high life.
2: Yeah. Um, Pre post workout. Or, like, four, which is dinner. Yeah. Because, like, I dislike everything we usually have. But post-workout is just such an enjoyable experience (laughs) when you have to use a casserole bowl to fit all your white rice. It's so unbelievable when you have to find the
0: biggest bowl you can to fit it all in there.
2: And then, like, you're like, oh, this is a lot. I'm probably going to be full. But then you aren't really. Like, ten minutes later, you're like, I feel great. feel great. (laughs) And then you you almost fall asleep. And then you have to peel yourself up. And go actually do stuff, but yeah, yeah, I'd say that probably.
1: Right. It's
2: just like such a I don't know, it's like such a power move because you like
1: scoop out like an aggressive amount and you're like, that's like half, I get double. This. <laughs> that's the exciting part when you're weighing things out and you're like, yeah, this has got to be about right, and you're like nowhere close and you get so much more. The crazy part is though that, like, uh. And I guess – I think I like it
2: because it's, like, very du- – it's, like, dumb animal style, like, f- for a reason. Like, the other ones, it's, like, obviously, like, you're trying to eat a certain amount in a day, whether you're trying to maintain or gain or lose. But, like, I don't know. Like, the idea of, like, yeah, you just, like rep- – rep- I don't know. It's, like, simple. Yeah. Like, you just, like, have two things, and they're, like, extremely simple for two purposes, and it's just, like, super easy.
0: Um – Yes, it'd probably be that. Okay. Would you prefer which what are you feeling do you like more? So the feeling when you're massing, like right, you are now and you're hitting all time PRs, right? Literally, like <sighs> every week daily. Every week. Yeah. You're basically having mini PRs almost every session where you come in and like, Yep, I've never done that before at that weight. Literally ever. Or so that's like where you're at. Or, where I noticed, like when you're working out, like you're at a point in your fat loss phase where, like, everything's really coming through, right? Like, mm-hmm. the physique is really getting dialed in. Um, potentially, though, and not for you, actually, you're doing a great job, but potentially at the cost of in gym performance, right? Like, it's hard to perform when you're in a deficit at the same level that you would if you're in, like, a distinct surplus.
1: Yeah, I, I think to a certain extent. Uh just from the last year for spending most of the last year in a deficit uh i've kind of been able to manage and figure out like how to still perform well in the gym um to where like i'm i i'm still hitting prs even though i am in a deficit um
2: do you think that's partially though because you've gotten like technically better you know what i mean for like sure to basically two years yeah. ago like you weren't really proficient with the hack squat, you weren't really doing it but now you have two years under your belt yeah so like inherently you're going to hit prs but it, you could also make the argument that you have never really been in a surplus doing these movements so you don't need, like imagine your prs in that
1: yeah 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 so it's it's super exciting to see uh there is something to be said about like technique and just mind muscle connection i've never i've always been someone that's been told that i move well but i was never one that i was like oh yeah i can feel this particular like muscle or muscle group working in a particular movement and like now like it's so easy for me to just be in whatever movement it is, lunges, squatting, uh, pressing, and just feel the, the muscles that I should be engaging in that. And so I think that for me that that's super exciting, especially in, in deficit.
0: Same question for you. So, so you would say you'd pick the deficit over like physique coming, so decent performance, but improved physique over... Sustained surplus, and you're hitting all-time PRs at this point.
1: Uh, I don't know because they haven't. I haven't been in that phase.
0: All right, so we'll
1: just. So I can't. I can't speak to default, that phase. <laughs> I guess we'll put you in the first one.
0: Uh, so you did mini cut before this, you Rye, uh, and now you're massing again. So what do you? Same question. Yeah, like a, that... more of a distinct experience.
2: Yeah, I'd say the opposite. I think. Well, obviously it's fun. Like everyone likes to get leaner and like kind of see like, I like makes me want to pull my ears out when people say it, but like uncover like what we've been building. <laughs> like, Oh my, my God. God. Oh, You're a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, um, like everyone likes that. No one's going to like, no one dislikes that. Um, but I'd take the opposite. Cause I think it's cause that's so, uh, hard to judge. Cause like, obviously you can take progress pictures and you can take pictures of like a year ago when I was lean to like now when I was lean and look at them, but it's like every day you're going to look up and wake up and look in the mirror and see something kind of different. Whereas like the progression or PRs is, like, it doesn't, doesn't lie. It's numbers, it's weight. So like, I think that's more fun and it's fun to look back from a couple months ago and be like, Oh, I've made massive, massive jumps in weight not that I don't like to like get leaner and everything but I also think it's so slow like the when you're massing like getting fatter essentially that it's so slow that you don't it's not like you start massing and you wake up in the next morning and everything's gone and I think we don't where we don't do like the like dirty bulk thing where it's like you get really wild like for the most part you can still see you know maybe not that the detail isn't there but like you can still see kind of where everything's at so it's not like you're just like oh i have no idea what it looks like under there like you still have a general idea of what your structure looks like uh so yeah i'd say that um the kind of mini prs but i also think that there's like everyone has their little judgments of like when they're getting lean or when they're not lean anymore Um, and i think you can kind of just keep that in check and have the understanding that like you're going to be able to get lean again. Um, so yeah, I think the mini PRs are a little bit more fun because then it, it makes the it makes the whole process more enjoyable because at the end of the day, you're likely going to be lean for maybe a day, right? You compete and you're like at your best for a day. That doesn't mean that the leaks reading leading up and after you look great. But for the most part, the time that you're like actually lean or at the end of a mini cut, it's like a week where you're like, oh, I'm pretty lean. So the motivation of like the mini PRs every week or every day is a lot more of a driver than like, oh, I get to be lean for a week in six months and then it's going to be two years before I really see that again. So, but everyone has their own motivation.
1: Yeah. And I think for you too, like, I mean, you're not even 20. And so to think about where you were a year ago, like... you have all the time in the world to kind of discover, quote-unquote, what's underneath, right? right? Like, but now's the time for you to take advantage of being young, being able to be in the gym, and being able to progress in the manner that you have, even over the last, like, four months.
2: I think, too, maybe it's a little different. I just thought of, of like, men versus women. Because, like, as a guy, it's a little... Like you can kind of hide, not hide the fat, but like, I think it's a little more accepted if you're like a little fluffier um, and you can still get away with it than like a girl. And maybe, and I'm not saying you specifically, but maybe I think women maybe are more, dri- they don't care as much, and maybe this is a massive stereotype, but as much about like the, uh, like the, like moving weight, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think everyone has goals, but like the like oh I got up to this many plates on this movement isn't maybe as much of a driver as like the meathead man you know I mean like as much as we're yeah
1: I think it's very
2: progressive and everything there's still a part of you that's like yeah I want to do this this there's an end goal and it's very based around like obscure numbers that are just in plates you know I mean
1: yeah I think it it goes both ways right and so in, in both aspects, right? So there's going to be people uh, who are excited to see what their physique looks like at different stages. Um, whether you you have any desire to step on stage in like a bodybuilding competition or you're just excited to see like how much muscle you've built, um And then there's going to be people who do care about that, who are driven in the gym with their numbers and progressing and getting better. And I don't know that that's necessarily gender specific, just like I don't think in terms of weight. Right. Like there are going to be some men who do very well in terms of carrying their weight and it just kind of gets evenly distributed as opposed to like, oh, that guy's put on 10 pounds and that 10 pounds is all in his gut right? Whereas, and then there's also women that way. Like when I gain weight, I tend to gain weight pretty evenly distributedly, uh, as opposed to gaining in one specific area. So for me, it's one of those things of like seeing quote unquote, the lines fade, right? Like, so where I used to see definition in all of my muscle groups, like slowly starts to go away. Um, i wonder
2: an interesting thing that i just thought of is like unless you're a true beginner maybe the the like seeing progress in terms of like the body composition or like level of leanness like let's say you there's like once or twice a year when you like really lean out like you see that like kind of what's underneath idea unless you just like maintain for you know the, the entire year but um is like as all of us being natural athletes and like all of our clients as far as we know maybe someone's on a little something but (laughs) maybe (laughs) uh being natural it's like there's only so many so much that you're gonna gain in a given period of time you know what I mean so like it's not like you're gonna like do a cut and then you're like I've oh my god like I put on 20 pounds of muscle obviously there's genetic freaks and like if you're at the beginning of your training career and all that stuff but like I think maybe it's, sometimes it's hard to get leaner and then look at yourself and be like it's been eight months since I've seen myself at this level of body fat and it's like I can't really tell if there's any difference you know what I mean and obviously you can take pictures and compare pictures but like I think all of us to an extent have like kind of looked at pictures and you're like not that much has changed you know what I mean <laughs> right. it's like not for lack of effort or like lack of trying or like we're all super dialed in or all this stuff, but like I think in reality it's like if you're natural, like, you're not gonna make these revolutionary gains. Like you might make a transformation, right, of losing thirty pounds and really changing your body composition, but then when you mass and then cut again, it's like are you really gonna put on that much muscle that it's like you look in the mirror and you're like, Oh my God Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that in that sense for me it's not like Oh like I'm really can't wait to see what I look different like maybe it's a little bit more here and there but the the PRs are much more of like a material driver cuz like I said in the beginning it's like looking in the mirror is completely subjective you know what I mean For it's sure. like you know one day you think you may look great but then comparing it to a picture from 8 months ago it's like where's the difference it's yeah. like these spot the difference games are really getting hard <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. So I think it's, it's good. And I think this is why we talk about with our clients a lot of the times that it isn't, it isn't just, you know, what, what you see when you look in the mirror, what you see when you step on the scale, that there's so much that goes into, uh, your progress that there's just so many factors that you can look at, uh, and finding what makes you, feel excited about continuing on that forward trend what's yours
2: many prs are are looking the same basically i don't know time around you
0: guys if you guys have been in your in your dialogue and i've just sort of been sitting quietly listening to both of you and wondering that myself i don't know it's nice to be lean and it's nice to feel like you have a good physique so i don't dislike that um, and there's, it's not, it's weird cause there's a little bit of a Venn diagram thing. It's not completely either or, right? So you can still have good performance when you're dieting or when you're super lean or relatively lean, you know, relative for you, right? That's different for everyone. And it's fun to have good performance when you're massing, but then there's a certain point where you're not very happy with your physique and you don't feel as comfortable in your own skin. Uh, as you had and that process is gradual. Like usually it takes us a good solid, like three months of pretty hard massing before you get to the point where you're not super juiced at your look. Um, And then it obviously takes a while to get it back. So it's, there's a patience game there. I I honestly, I I don't know. I guess if I had to pick one, uh, I would almost pick like the first two or three weeks of massing yeah where you're still pretty lean, you haven't gotten like fat yet, but your glycogen is full from all the food, your performance is up. You're getting like kind of slaughtered in the gym because you're going really hard. You're getting you're super sensitive to growth, so you're getting super sore. like the extra nutrients are building into that too, both in terms of performance and your body's reaction to it, which is would be like soreness basically. Uh, so I like that time, the first couple weeks of your first mesocycle of massing. Um, and so, yeah, when, when you're still, you you can, that's the little moment where you can kind of have the best of both worlds. I think if I was going to sit in a place, I would probably sit leaner. Um, and obviously that'll happen at some point, like at some point you've done your last run of massing and it isn't very productive anymore. It's a, when you get to a certain biological age that, that sort of has to, that naturally comes to an end. And then, then the goal would be to just to sit basically in maintenance, um, pretty lean in a physique you like, but, but otherwise kind of just, just live your life. And I think for most of our clients who are obviously work with us in a, what well, you know, what we would call like a lifestyle sense a health and wellness look good without a whole lot of clothes on as a goal sense, um, that is the goal. We're a little bit different because we have we're interested in, in doing phasic dieting, but for most people it should be like you get to wherever you want to be, and then you have developed the skills to hold there forever.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, and you're kind of in the opposite end of rye, mm-hmm. right? Like, is it biologically to a certain extent? you may not have many more years to put on put on actual raw muscle like you have been over the last several years um and so like enjoying that now while you can and still see the progress because it is it is interesting again we see each other every day and like subtle changes there is like just like that one point right with both of you over the course of your massing, or you just look and you go, "Oh, you've kind of gotten a little fat." You're like, fat. Yeah. We, we've we've been in that mass for a while now. Like it's we're got to pull it back a little bit, or in the opposite, right? Like you start to see, like, "Oh, like you have put on a pretty significant amount of muscle mass. You look vastly different than a year ago, and you look even more." distinctly different from the year prior.
0: It's a fun time when you're in a fat loss phase too, where it starts, you break through. I think of it like that. And so for this particular one, I'm not there yet. Like I haven't broken through yet, where I still look fat. It's sort of your worst physique at all around, because you're, you're flat from not eating as many carbohydrates. Your muscles aren't as full of glycogen, so they appear smaller. And you're still fat. Like I haven't lost enough fat for it to to not appear that way. So it's like the worst possible situation. But there's a point where you just notice that it's starting to come together again. And it's not something that really gives you... Much more than a moment of pause where you just sort of notice a couple things. You have a little bit of back muscularity coming through or something like that. And just just note it back. up. Oh, we're getting there. And that's nice in the phase of dieting. And I think this is something that, that our people see all the time. Is there's a point. You need those little pieces of encouragement, right? Where you're kind of grinding a little bit. And you're not sure that how much longer you're going to do it or how much longer uh, or, you know, if it's worth it, you know, thing different things that you have to maybe temporarily give up. But then there's that time where you see something coming through and you're like, oh, yeah, we're getting there. This is what we're after.
1: Yeah, for sure. Or again, in, in rise boat, it's it's that like, oh, I just did this weight 16 times. And prior, I was lucky I was able to do it seven.
0: Well, there's a, another element of that, too. I was going to say this and I forgot So yes, uh, theoretically, I'm at the tail end of my ability to get a lot of adaptation from training. And there's a point where you just regress no matter what as you get older. There's a point where um, you lose strength, right? Like 80-year-old me will not have the same strength as 38-year-old me. That's just the reality. However, it's really easy to sort of BS yourself into saying, like, well, I am because I'm not 19, I can't progress. Or, uh, the, or, "or ergo, I don't need to try as hard. And we see this all the time with people in the gym. People who spend a lot of time in the gym. Not our clients, but, like, people we come in contact with yes. in, like, a conventional gym setting. So they're not my, they're my age, slightly younger, maybe slightly older. And they're just in, like don't care mode like total cruise control um and it's unclear why like either they feel like they can't progress or they just make excuses for themselves and it's like that's bs like the best thing for for me is to have rye there and for me to push myself and not to think well you're almost 39 and sometimes your ankle hurts and sometimes your feet hurt and some you know you have this elbow that gets a little funky with this movement and this shoulder that can get a little angry at you. Like, just stop. Stop complaining. Do it. Accept the goal. Make it happen. Be smart about it. Don't take stupid risks. Um, but make it happen. And, and like, you know, you're it's, back, it's sort of the thing where you're only as old as you feel, as you tell yourself, basically, or only as old as you feel. Some days you feel 38. Some days you feel... 25 and you're, you're smashing stuff and you just have to embrace the former and, and um, not let the latter get you down yeah so what's your favorite, we're going to switch gears when you're in a fat loss phase what is your favorite uh, thing to do to maintain satiety, right one of the things that we have to accept when we're in a caloric deficit is at some point you're going to get a little hungry but there are some ways to manage that. So, we've talked about them before, but assuming maybe the the listener hasn't heard that episode or remember or whatever. What is your favorite thing to do?
1: Um so right now I will say I've, I like the change that my coach has made to my plan and that like I actually get a pretty decent amount of protein. And so while I may not get as many carbs or maybe even potentially as many, as many fats as I could if I didn't have as much protein at every meal, uh, I like that because I find that I'm more satiated and able to go that, you know, three to five hour window and actually not feel hungry or feel like, oh, crap, like that was that was all I got to eat and now... I have to wait this window until I can eat again.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. It's something that we try to push. You know, rare is the person, frankly, who when we start to work with them with nutrition, doesn't under-eat protein and doesn't oftentimes under-eat it considerably. Um, So making sure that you're getting enough... As prescribed by a nutrition or a coach, a nutritionist or a coach or a dietitian or whoever, uh, is really helpful not only to maintain your muscle and maintain your performance, but also because it's very satiating. So it's sort of two birds with one stone. Like if we can get you through a, di- a fat loss phase and you're never super hungry, like that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Um, and especially if you like eating protein, then it's then it's a triply good. Deal. For sure. All right, right. Which what about you? What's your favorite strategy, either for yourself or for your clients? Um, I think
2: the, like we've talked about before, like the high volume, low calorie stuff, like vegetables generally, um, is kind of the move, but I would say, uh, like shredded lettuce or spinach mixed in with whatever else you're going to have. So like my jam is like bowls, basically. That's, I don't even like that term. (laughs) Like basically, you know I mean? I don't have like four different things like i'll just have brown rice spinach or shredded lettuce protein source hot sauce basically um so that the shredded lettuce is super easy to digest or spinach whatever um and it adds a ton of volume without really any calories so obviously green beans or broccoli or cauliflower or brussels sprouts all that stuff is good um but sometimes it just kind of slows me down in terms of like even if it green beans digest relatively well for me but it just like kind of feel sluggish after them sometimes uh whereas that can kind of keep me keep me going a little bit better so I'd say that and it doesn't and it's kind of like a mind trick right so like it just feels it makes it look like there's more rice than there actually is
1: yeah for sure. I think that, that that's huge, especially for something <clears throat> like shredded lettuce, uh, where it, a lot of people aren't going to have, or they are not going to have issues in terms of digestion, right. right? Like some people with spinach, like I was one of those people, like I was getting a decent amount of spinach, but it became problematic in terms of my gi- digestive system, Um and so having an alternative like shredded lettuce uh, with that to still give you that volume um, without maybe the high fiber content. Yeah.
0: My, so you didn't ask me, but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> uh, maybe the third one, maybe a, a favorite of mine, because I like those two. Obviously making sure you're getting enough protein, maybe punching that up a little bit if that's your preference um, and subbing in that in for some carbohydrate or low, you know, high volume, low calorie options. Uh, Another one is strategic fat placement. So, and this is really individually based, um, but I find that I don't tend to be quite as hungry in the morning and and just globally in the first part of the day. So I can consume really only trace fat from my protein sources up until about one o'clock, which is generally right around when I take my post-workout meal. And even that one's low in fat. So you know, up until about maybe 3.30 in the afternoon, I might only have had six to 10 grams of fat out of a daily total right now of about 45, which is low, is is about as low as I should take it, should and would take it for me. Um, But then that leaves me with that fat to allocate as I'd like throughout the course of the rest of the day when I tend to be more hungry and so this is the takeaway of this is obviously fat is very satiating. It also makes food taste better and gives you some more options in terms of food choice. So you can use some protein sources that aren't literally zero fat, like cod or something like that. You can have some stuff that has a little bit of fat in it. And i found that this works really well for me where I buy a sort of the times where I might be a touch hungrier towards times in the day when I have more bandwidth to deal with that. It doesn't bother me as much. And then times where I'm like tired, it's the end of the day. You're sort of winding down. You have less mental ability to deal with maybe hunger. I tend, I push uh, satiety to that point. And so none of these things is a panacea, but all three of them can be used really effectively to get you in, you know, basically through a fat loss phase, while being minimally uncomfortable. Now, what none of us said, and because we're, we're taking it as a given, is you have to measure all this out. If you're not measuring, you're, not, you're probably not going to be successful. Like, I mean, if you have a lot of fat to lose, we can get you for a while through that, making good progress without measuring your intake. But the reality is, is you have no idea what you're eating. And it's certainly, especially with things like fat, peanut butter or nut butter being a great example, you will definitely overeat it because it, it is so calorically dense and it's tasty. You're just gonna have more of it than you think you're having. And so we, we have to get into a, a reality that for any of this to work, like you have to, you have to be in it to win it. Like you need to like weigh the stuff out. It doesn't take that long. You're not gonna do it for the rest of your life. But if you want it to work most efficiently and effectively, You've you got to do what you got to do.
1: Okay, so that takes me to my next question. Favorite fat source.
2: Um, either American dream nut butter or olive oil? Oh my God.
1: Mm. All right. My or turn.
2: ground beef. or yeah, like animal fat, basically.
1: So would that be your your choice of meat? Would That be in terms of a protein that's higher in fat, or would it be ground beef? I don't know,
0: there's too many. If if really... pick a specific was... fat. So, if it's like trace fat that's in meat, maybe we won't count that, yeah. yeah um, because you have ribs, you know <laughs> what I mean?
1: I, yeah, no, yeah. So, uh, okay, so that we'll do that. So, at a favorite added fat and then favorite like fattier meat,
2: um, New York strip and Ooh, good, call. good call, good call, uh,
0: avocado, pray because it's versatile. Okay, since you picked. New York strip, I'll say uh, ribs. Oh, that's super fatty, but we'll just say... Real we're, fatty. Yeah, we we'll are just say you're going for it. Like, that day, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, you're not in a fat loss phase if you're eating ribs. No. <laughs>
0: I mean, you just would be in it, and it wouldn't work. It, it's an ineffective <laughs> one. You have fat, fat gain phase. Yes. Uh, and then, if it's, like, added fat, probably the American dream. Nut butter. Or, like, before I knew you, I'd buy one called Nuts and More. Oh yeah Really good also So both of those Super highly recommended From your favorite APB coaches We all We all dig them There's like a zillion Different flavors Yeah Uh, Yeah That would be my go to I like nut butter a lot Anyway So I tend to Hit that Before I go for like Avocado or uh, That kind of stuff Yeah Um, So yeah
1: so I'm going macadamia nut oil. Yeah, that's your that jam. That is my jam right now. It is delicious, even on like 991 ground turkey. <laughs> like it it definitely gives you that taste and satiation that you need. Yeah. Um, meat. Ooh, I don't know. It's been a while since I've had fatty meat. You just have. It a doesn't bird, have to be like super fatty. fatty. Yeah, you could, I know. But that uh, ground beef. On a regular scale, at like 99.10 or 93.7 isn't the burger, very fat. The burger you ate the other day was... How like, about bacon? I'll was go like bacon. It 70.30. We'll go bacon. Bacon. Okay. I lo- right. Oh, yeah. I'll take bacon all day. All right. Shout out to our client, Jeff, who made some delicious bacon.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Also not great on a fat loss. No, phase. no, no, no. Have no, it no. on your muscle gain phase maybe every once in a while. Uh, horrible idea on a fat loss phase. Yeah. All right. I think we covered it. If you have questions, if you like this kind of stuff, uh, comment to the Instagram, The Aerobic Power Builder, until we make up a podcast one, if we do, which is probably unlikely. Uh, tell uh, Tell us what your favorite added fat source is. Or come to our house and knock on the window and you can tell us in person. That's weird. Whatever. Don't give people our address.
2: Houston, Texas.